Welcome to Amazing Mess, where we talk about mom stuff, kid stuff, and life stuff. I am your host, Stacey Nelson, an educator and homeschool mom, reminding you that you are your child's first and greatest teacher. On this podcast, you'll find ideas and activities for learning at home with your kids, practical help and encouragement for motherhood, simple home management, money for moms, and much more. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. Welcome to the Amazing Mess Podcast. Welcome back to episode number two of the Amazing Mess Podcast. My 11-year-old daughter, Hannah, is spunky. She's funny and adventurous and talkative, and she's the kind of girl who loves to go places and meet people, and she begs to sign up for a dozen activities. Not necessarily because she cares about the activities so much, but because she wants to hang out with her friends. So for the past nine summers, my girls have been a part of our local swim club. They look forward to it, and they absolutely love it. Six summers ago, when Hannah was just five, she was bound and determined to be a part of the club. So she worked and she worked and she completed several 50 meter races. So when we began swim club the summer of her her sixth summer, I just knew it was going to be a cinch for her to make it across the pool again. But it wasn't. Day after day, I would ask her if she was able to swim the full 50 meters yet, and day after day, her reply would be, nope. (laughs) Finally, after several meets where she didn't get to swim, I decided to talk to her coaches and see what was up. And this is what they said. Well, Hannah's hanging on the lane rope about five or six times in her 50 meter. We want her to touch it just a time or two. We find that little ones like her get pretty distracted and Hannah is often swimming under the lane rope or talking with friends when she should be listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I asked Hannah about it, she told me she just couldn't do it. It was too hard. It was too far. She got too tired. I decided to investigate and see what was going on at practice. So the next morning, instead of just dropping them off like normal, I stayed to watch. And before she began, I said, Hannah, I'm going to be watching you. I'm going to be focused on you. You'll hear me cheering you on. You'll see me walking beside you. I know you can do it. Pacing up and down the side of the pool, I watched in astonishment as that little bitty girl swam four, can you believe it? Four 50 meter races. I can't even swim one, I don't think, without touching the rope or stopping at all. When practice was over, I asked her what was up. Hmm, so exactly how come you can swim so far today without touching the lane rope or stopping? And her words will ring in my mind as long as I live. Even now, six years later, I can remember. She said to me, You give me courage, mom. At first, I was sort of like, hmm, is she playing me a little bit? But the more that I thought about it, the more I realized how true it was for her. She needed someone cheering her on. She needed eyes focused on her to give her courage. She needed to look up and see someone walking right beside her. She needed to know she wasn't alone. And don't we all need that? I once heard a pastor say that the word encourage actually means to pour courage into someone. It's like literally pouring courage into someone. 
I don't know the background for that statement or if it's really true, but the visual has always stuck with me. It was made even more real in my life by that incident with my daughter, and her words have still echoed in my mind for years. You give me courage, Mom. You see, encouragement doesn't come naturally to me. I struggle with what Dr. Kevin Lehman calls a critical eye. I tend to find flaws in myself and others. I focus on what needs fixing, and I miss opportunities to encourage and affirm my family because of it. So that's why I decided to do a big experiment this summer, an encouragement experiment. I would love for you to join me. What if we practice daily encouragement of our children and build them up? What could happen then? I would love to find out and I hope you'll join me. I hope this podcast episode encourages you to spend some time actually encouraging your children instead of focusing on all the negatives or all the things that you think need fixing and instead focus on building them up and encouraging them each day. I know it's hard in the summer. (laughs) There's so many activities and so many things going on and they're all together and sometimes they're fighting and being crazy, but we get the opportunity to be the people that can provide so much encouragement in their lives. And we can do that when they're little bitty, and we can do that even when they are teenagers. In fact, I think maybe they need it even more. It probably looks a little different when they're teenagers, but they still need that encouragement, whether it's just an uplifting text or an I know you can do it or a pat on the back. They need to know that we see them and that we believe in them. I hope you'll join me and look for ways to encourage your kiddos. I've posted a few ideas that you could use to encourage your kids um, over on my blog at amazingmess.com. So be sure to head over there and check those out. And I will see you again next week. I hope that you have a wonderful day.